<laughs> Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting Leaf Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. <laughs> and I'm ticked off as usual because Dave is Dave. And I'm also serious. <laughs> and our guest returned. Hi! We it's funny how they do the that. basement this time. <laughs> no, no, I, I you know, I, 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 I don't want to give it away that, you know, we really only did that to Mana, and that's only because I really felt like keeping Mana in my basement for a while. But she seemed to enjoy herself. I mean, the rest of the scotch is down there, and there's no cats down there, so her allergies weren't flaring up so much. And I fed her occasionally, so. That's why they invented meatballs, mm. so they can be thrown down basement stairs. Mm-hmm. I'm Teddy Wren! Oh, yeah. The guest has to say hi. Hi. I forget that part of the program sometimes. What episode are we on, Cedius? The episode after the last one, Dave. Which was what? Well, the last one was 53, I'm pretty sure. Are you really sure? Or only mostly sure? We didn't actually cover what the episode was. You weren't paying attention. I was paying attention. No, I'm sure we did. I asked you, and you told me to fuck off. Well, that's my number wonder if you want children. This is what it's like. <laughs> if your children are old, bearded, and bitter. <laughs> well, my parents are. <laughs> they Same thing. Not my parents are bearded and bitter. Never mind. <laughs> bearded and brittle. No, that's not right. I can make a joke about asking where you are to determine what the number is, but I think that would be lost on nearly everybody. Wherever you go, there you are. Right. But if you're in a car, never mind. If you're in a car, you can go through a mountain. If it's a jet car. Mm-hmm. I think I completely lost what I was going to say. And it's 54. Why is there a watermelon there? Because I, I, I replaced my head. and <laughs> we, will, we will now attempt to stop the Buckaroo Banzai references for those of you listening at home. <laughs> it will not be successful. No. But, it, <laughs> but, you know, it would be polite if we pretended. Ah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. So what are we drinking? Oh, it's a good question. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Dave. Listeners, please look on with us at this bottle. <laughs> so listeners, uh, I-, I lied last time about what we were drinking, because this time we were going to be drinking the Glenfiddich Cask of Dreams. Cask of Dreams. We get to, we get to make all the jokes again. It's filled with the tears of children. <laughs> and the Glen got off 21. Glen Gary. Hey. All right, whatever. Glen Gary, Glen Garak. That's right. It's for closers. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. While I'm pouring, Tim, tell us a story. Uh... <laughs> Because we put our guests on the spot because we're dicks that way. Um, I think last time I told you a little, uh, not very much, in fact, my... Uh, you should finish your glass oh, of water. Oh, no. really started dilute. <laughs> um, I talked a little bit about uh, my upcoming plans for the Minnesota Fringe Festival. Uh, the Inmost Life was the show I wanted to do. Uh, so I planned for the Twin Cities Horror Festival, because I have a, a theater company, yes, in case you missed last episode, a theater company called Ghoulish Delights, uh, which is a special uh, a company that, not a special, it specializes in, <laughs> I, special, I use my words. special? <laughs> I can use Theater! I write sometimes. So it's a theater company called Ghoulish Delights that specializes in horror and suspense on stage. Uh, and one of the places it does that is the Twin Cities Horror Festival. Uh, and my plan this year is to do a show called The Thermos Bottle, 
which is an adaptation of my friend Pat Harrigan's uh, short story, um, which is a very strange tale of, uh, of a disease. Uh, uh, so, it, yes, if you're listening to this podcast, you'll get a sort of special spoiler of the story. There's a disease that travels back in time. Awesome. Is his short story called The Thermos Bottle? Yes, it is. Then you have adapted well, my son. <laughs> I really captured the essence of the title, I think. <laughs> well, sometimes I'm always amazed when it's, it's like the movie is, or the, the something is called, you know, 17. And you're like, based on the short story, things I like to drink. And you're like, what? I mean, maybe it'll make sense if you see it and read it, but more often than not, I'm sad and disappointed. Well, I guess that's true. More often than not, I am sad and disappointed. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I'm sad and disappointed in this booze. Sweet thing, room. I like the way it smells. It's interesting. Scotchy. <laughs> Finicky. Lots of caramel. I, I think between this episode and last, I determined that when I talk about scotch, my uh, the pitch of my voice raises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> scotch. It, it, it's Judge Doom after he takes off the human suit. <laughs> it lets out my inner teenager having a, his first drink. Oh my god, this is awesome! Yes, of course I'm 24! Don't I look 24? Alright, I can't get past the caramel. Anyone? Anyone? It smells like a Glenfiddich to me. That's <laughs> really what it boils down to. I mean, yes, the caramel is really strong. I'm not going to argue and, with that. And, and is it just me, or are you pouring less than usual? Because... Well, for you. Well, no. I mean, it's in general, the pores. The, yeah. the, I, I, I well, over those small and. I don't know. I'm I, trying I felt to, I had to be more conservative with my sips because I didn't want to overwater it. But I'm trying not, <laughs> not to get us drunk, and I haven't eaten since noon. So okay. Well, I should have words. I was, <laughs> I was hoping he'd try to have his way with us. That's <laughs> what usually happens. This is why I locked the door to my room after the show is over. <laughs> Leave you to fend for yourself. <laughs> I usually just throw the guest out of it and run. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. I understand. And, so, so, and, 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 and at one point in time, he was in so much of a hurry, he broke the handle off the door. But you can yes. understand why. Can it gets away now. <laughs> and he did it to himself. Yeah, I know this yeah, is... It's caramely. Yeah. And um, finicky. Yeah, no, it... it, it Definitely is a, from the Glenfiddich Distillery. I mean, they they have the heavy-handed caramel man. I totally say this is right up my alley. I live on candy. Uh, nothing wrong with it. It just they they Glenfiddichs tend to be like, well, let's get the color right. Gloosh. <laughs> there's gloosh. caramel. There, there's a little bit of uh, I'm gonna say Granny Smith under the caramel. It's a very tart apple. I've never thought of Granny Smith's as being particularly tart. Well, it, it's that puckery. It's like the sour mm. apple tart. Hmm. You have now made me question your apple judgment, sir. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the thing you should be questioning is, is my usage of the word tart. It's definitely Granny Smith, whether or not we'll call it tart. Mm-hmm. I'm getting mm-hmm. that. You've agreed with me for the most part up to this point. So yes, man. but that was then. That's die in the fire. You started a megacon in a couple of weeks. You know, it's funny. My wife tells me to die in a fire quite often. Well, I it's think a, if, 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 if two great minds are making a life. It's a term of endearment. We actually put it on my on my daughter, on our work plan 
when we went in to have our daughter, we we, we warned them. The the phrase "die in a fire clump" is a term of endearment. Yep. We had to warn them about a lot of things at the mm-hmm. uh, at the hospital. That we have very dark senses of humor. So my wife was on a on a blood thinning agent. So if she sneezed, she bruised. Good lord! Yeah, well, maybe I'm exaggerating, but only very slightly. I mean, it was it was crazy easy for her to bruise, and of course, being the horrible people we are, we were like. Well, maybe you'll try better next time. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, because uh, violence against women is always funny. All right, so... <laughs> I'm also getting something florally. <laughs> that I believe she just was right about the Granny Smith. See? See? And... Who are you and what have you done with the You can really fucking taste it. Yeah. Like, it is... I'm still trying to figure out what the floral is. And Holy the floral, shit! Yeah, it is a that's a fucking apple. Apple in the face. Yeah. And you were a doubter. That is a bitter fucking apple. But no, I definitely I, I I smelled it on the nose too. I just waited because you were telling your story about beating your wife. Yeah, like you do. But <laughs> well, don't worry. Tell the story. Don't the worry. Story. I stopped. That's good. Yeah. When did you stop eating your wife, Aaron? <laughs> oh, a couple weeks ago. The important thing is you stopped the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's you know weird. It's it is a very aggressively in your face apple that kind of has a pucker, but I've enjoyed the finish on that. Yeah, the finish was not bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the palate's a little sharp, but the finish is good. Mm-hmm. My. Uh, Jaw muscles are still tense from it, though. <laughs> we can't see it under your beard, so you're safe. That's right. You look, you still look just stoic. Do what I can. So, uh, let's see. The, the, official, ah, the official... God damn it! <laughs> I failed my cap-filling roll! Well, at least you're pouring it on the table and not in your glass. Some of it went in the glass, god damn it. Well, then take a little sip out of your... Oh, you know. <laughs> Frictionless. Make some air hockey on this table. <laughs> Water hockey? Well, yeah. this explains why I use a cap. It also explains why I generally am not very good at it. You should use an eyedropper. Yeah, I would. Sigh. If we had one. <laughs> I need to go to Axe Man. That's what I need to do. Cats oh, one. Human zero. This is your fucking tasting. <laughs> Actually, at this point in the podcast, the cats are like 17, <laughs> podcast 3. <laughs> a lot of apple. Almost got Aaron. Almost got him. Damn it. Almost got him. A lot of apple in the nose. I'm I sure. refuse to shoot scotch out my nose. After you poured water on the because of, Because the screams might break the mic. Yeah. We spike it enough as it is. Yeah. We're pretty good at that. Wow. That has some oomph. Even wet. And believe me, this is a fairly wet drink now. The caramel is toned down a bit in the nose. Yeah, it's all apple in the nose. The apple is much more prevalent. And the apple is all on the on the back of the tongue for me. But it's not not like not quite the palate, not quite the finish. The the palate softened up. Yeah. I was liking the palate more. The early finish has a sourness that I'm not finding pleasant. I, I like this one. Uh, I like this one better before anymore. Yeah, although the wet, it is not bad. I mean, there have been some where you, you make them wet and you're like, well, that was regrettable. I, I truly wish I had not this done is, that. This is super bitter. I'm, I, I much preferred this dry. 
much yeah. prefer the neat. Although I do like I do like uh, bitter beers. So yeah, then, you know, reds. What, what, what I'm gonna say is that that flavor that I was saying I wasn't caring for much at, at, at the height of the finish, the very beginning of the finish. Um, it's a like new baseball glove leather. It's a very sharp. Hmm. Um, I'm I will fresh leather flavor. I will accept that to it, and then it tapers off. It's like action figure foot that sort of flavor. Well, only after you've chewed on it for yeah. a little bit. I mean, fresh action figure, but that's it's a different we, monster. We gave our daughter some action figures today, and she took Hulk and was walking around going, Hulk smash! And knocking things over. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're raising her right. Right right, right before Perrin starts reading here, I'm going to say the late finish tapers off into a very um, uh, serially, the, 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 the grains come out. Not getting much of the cask, though. It's not particularly oaky. No, it's not. In 1886... William Grant fulfilled his lifelong ambition by building the Glenfiddich Distillery. He would have thought he would have wanted to build the William Grant Distillery, but that's just me. Today, still owned by his family, Glenfiddich is recognized as the world's most awarded single malt Scotch whiskey. Since 2000, it has received more awards than any other at the International Spirits Challenge and international wine and spirit competition. New. Skillfully crafted. Enjoy responsibly. www.glenfiddich.com Winner of the Scotch Wet T-Shirt Contest. Oh, let's see. Cask of Dreams. The hopes and dreams of the, Amer- of the American people were, were scribed on American oak casks, which were then used to finish the oh, maturation of this, the second and final USA release of Glenfiddich Cask of Dreams. Seriously? No chasing nuts we, at all. We wrote, we wrote stuff on the barrel, and so that makes it the Cask of Dreams. And we're going to use a font that is the most ridiculous font ever. Oh, Oh, that is a pretty ridiculous font. I mean, seriously, I that's really that's that's it. Don't feel bad about a serif font. Does its job well. No, no. That display font that has no business. <laughs> who who uses this font? Apparently, comic papyrus. But, but seriously, that that's the what makes it the cask of dreams is that they wrote. We got children s- together to write their dreams on the on the on the casks. I mean, oh, here I am. in World War II, they wrote, you know, take that Tojo on the torpedoes, and no one said it made it the torpedo of dreams. I'm just saying. Here I am, carving into my used bourbon barrel. I wish I had some money. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, hey, my dream came true. Someone paid me for a bourbon barrel with words written on it. They paid extra for that because I told them it was a dream barrel. <laughs> You can really taste the futility, though. <laughs> I, I believe it was filled with the tears of children. <laughs> they taste better. Oh, they were they were young children. It makes it a little more bitter. Mm. Well, I guess I, I, I would say that they're teens then, that it's better. Mm-hmm. I'll start this off. Um, I thought the nose was much better dry and still pretty horrible then. 
it was all caramel with a tiny bit of apple. It was not special at all. And more just indicative of how much fucking caramel color they threw in than anything else. Just and like my the, dreams. Right. <laughs> drown it. In caramel. In caramel. I thought they were red, gold, and green. <laughs> and the, the the body of it was very bitter, both neat and wet. It was more so wet, but I just couldn't bring myself to like this. I'm gonna go with two six. Yeah, I uh, I got this specifically for uh, for Dave to have an opinion on. I mean, I know we're gonna have it on the show, but. He's the one who's been a Fittick fan, comparatively. Oh. And uh, I, I think this is probably the lowest you rank the Fittick. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I want to say the Malt Masters didn't do nearly as well as I was hoping it would either. Um, it seems their their baseline tends to be a little bit better than their special stuff. Although, my Grand Reserve is... Yeah. Right, that's a 21 year, and that, that, oh, that's a little bit different. And I mean, it's that's made of magic. It is. That was very tasty. Um... I'm also not a fan of this one. Uh, at, at this time, I'm trying to remember what I, you know, thought of the Quinellish and, and decide which one I like more. You have it. It's in the paper in front of you. The score is on the paper in front of me. I'm trying to remember what I tasted two weeks ago because you know it's been two weeks, Dave. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, you know, it's my turn to make it. Come on. Um, um, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think you're about right with the two six. I, I think I like the Clonellis just a touch better. Well, it was. I will agree with you. It was very bitter, but I found that soothing. You live a strange life, Mr. Clon. I do. I do. Your um, wife's not Finnish, is she? <laughs> no, no, no. She's mostly Scottish. Does she leave soup out for you? <laughs> okay. It's a tarp. Only, <laughs> only with booby traps. Aww. Here, sweetie, have some soup. <laughs> Um, no, so, so, it, she's, she's actually, she was a Grant before I married her. So she's more like, she's more likely to come at me with a Claymore. Um, I didn't, I didn't mind it nearly as much. Um, not quite as good as some of the others. I'd go two nine, two nine. I'd still drink it happily. But it was just a little... Little, not, it was not constructed quite the way it needed to be. I'm going to go ahead and let my freak flag fly here. I give this a four. It was, everything about it that was unsubtle was things that I liked. It, it, yes, it, it comes at you with very basic, strong things. I like those things. No, that's, that's why we all get to vote. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly acceptable to have an opinion different from us. <laughs> so terribly wrong. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Everyone has their own taste. Some people like red wine. I don't understand it. I've, I've been trying. In fact, we know people who started an entire podcast. And Indeed. They, they do mostly red wine. If I and yep, right. they, They've done exclusively red wine so far, and, and several things have been recommended at me. And uh, offline, I'm going to let you gents, if you care to, try a bottle that... Uh, Don hardly recommended at me that I want to hardly give away. So um, it, it did not speak to me. Uh, well, it, it did. It just said horrible, horrible things oh, to you. Yeah. It just called your names. Yep. 
it, it, it's basically what I expect. Reds have not spoken. To, it, uh, the Petite Syrah I've got open right now is not horrible. Um, but the, the Cab Malbec that she recommended just Malbecs are tasty. See, I, I knew someone would care for it. I, mm, not my thing. No. I like gross, gross Syrah. Big Syrah. See, I, I, I'm a white wine guy, and I think that's how it's going to stay. I like my Rieslings, I like my uh, my Gurries, I like the uh, uh, Moscatos. I mean, it's... it's really fun. long German wines. Yeah, the, the, yeah. yeah. that's the Gurry. I, the, know, I know. The, the, I know. The, yeah. the longer the name, the sweeter the wine, yeah. in, if it's German. But anyway, that's Wine Show, and that's Dawn's purview. And ha! We've stolen her thunder! <laughs> yeah. Well, th- they're our child podcast, so it's okay for us to say. Yeah. You, you, you know what I need to do? I need I need to set up that we guest on their show, and they guest on ours, and when we show up, we bring them white wines, and when they show up, they bring us blends. Because that would be nice. I was just going to say we show up on their, on their wine show and drink scotch. No, no, I like no. this red scotch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's, it, well, it's, it's very dark and viscous. <laughs> and my cough has gone away. <laughs> it has, it's, has legs in the glass. <laughs> the a nice P- bouquet. The Pinot Tomatin. <laughs> oh my. We'll bring, right. we'll bring scotch that's got like a sherry finish. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I some sherry. It's practically a wine, <laughs> or, or, or something port finished that works, or, or the sangaree. Yeah. That that's a wine yeah. too, isn't it? I mean, Madeira. Mm-hmm. There you go. Maybe you guys can just get together and drink beer. <laughs> the hell you say? <laughs> We've been so nice to you. <laughs> I'm a dickhead. Now you must die. <laughs> but you know, not until you have a fourth pour. Oh, yeah. Right. And so Dave's going to water his glass and clean that out and get things moving. And we'll make Tim's going to tell us another story. We'll make Tim talk about something else. Let me, let me see. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to bring up something. So I, I, I know you've produced Fringe shows. You've done your own Fringe shows. Um, but in this last year, I, I was uh, pleased and amused having seen you do Fringe in other ways. Uh, you did a show where Wendy did some choreography and you danced. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if this I, I talked over the pop. Sorry. Um, Wendy, you, talked over, you talked over Dave hitting the table with the bottle. <laughs> uh, Wendy Bowlesby, uh, if, if folks don't know her, a uh, local actress, all-around theater person and choreographer. Um, Former guest of the show. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, got together with Tim Wick. Well, uh, in a conversation with Tim Wick, uh, got the idea of getting a bunch of uh, wallflower writers to uh, and choreograph them in dance pieces, uh, and then she went around to a bunch of fringe folks, uh, and including me, and invited me to be part of this group. That she we she asked a bunch of questions for us. We wrote little essay responses, uh, and in some ways ignoring those, and in some ways taking them in. She she choreographed uh, a number of things, and these these writers, which included me, uh, John Heimlich, Calvin Hatley, um, Tim Wick. Oh, I shouldn't have started this. I'm going to forget somebody. Uh, was it uh, Pablo? Pablo was in there. Uh, ben Sandel, Cole Sarar, uh, Natalie Wass, uh, 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 Catherine Glover. Catherine Glover, yes. And the rest. I, I, I actually, Professor Marianne. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I'm pretty sure everyone else after that was dancers. I think that was all the writer and producers. I think... I. Although Natalie's as much dancer as anything else. Yes, yes. There were some kind of doesn't count, but um, we need to get Natalie on the show at some point. She would have a blast. Um, uh, and and it was a really fun experience to to 
get forced into trying to express yourself in a way that is... Not uh, your medium. Yes, not your medium. <laughs> did, did you enjoy the dance? I had a great time, yes. Um, and it was also... It was very fun to do that in general, but also to collaborate on that with those people because... Uh, especially in your identity as a writer, it's a very uh, a lonely pursuit. <laughs> uh, so it was great to collaborate with people who also have We're that. Lonely. Yes. <laughs> to have been a fly on the wall in the early rehearsals. It would have been a lot of like one, two, shit. One, two, three, shit. One. <laughs> it was a lot of that. Not that the choreography was, and now you shit. <laughs> That'd be one hell of a print show. <laughs> I, I could have seen Denson and Young doing that. So, Tim, what do you smell? Um, Let's challenge you here. I'm going to oh, make these guys shut up and, and, and you tell us what you smell. Now, you can't well, be wrong. You well, cannot be wrong. It's stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't smell as sweet. I don't know what, what takes the place of that sweet. Spicy, I guess. Am I wrong? No, no. There's no wrong. There is no wrong. You're There's only Zool. <laughs> Unless you smell Zool, then you are. Swear to God, no Zool was included or armed in the making of this scotch. Maybe a little bit of maple? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I, I have to admit, I'm, I'm getting very little... Um, I'm getting a, I'm getting a bunch of caramel because again it's a wow. Highland, so of course it's, it's got caramel in it. Um, I'm also getting, I'm also getting smoke. Yes, I'm definitely getting smoke. It's a little bit under the caramel, but it's there. I'll buy that. And it's, it's very strong. There's something that I'm finding to be a not pleasant odor that I'm having a hard time identifying. Excuse me, a little smart. bit of heat. Which one is this again? This is the Glengarry 21. I'm surprised that I'm, but I, I, I'm smelling peat on it. I'm not sure if peat the peat, or if the, if the peat, I'm smelling the smoke. Since you pointed it out, I'm now like, oh, God, yeah, smoke. Right. And I'm not sure if the smoke is suggesting the peat instead I, of the peat really being there. I, I'm not I'm not picking up the peat, but I'm also having a little bit of a of a stuffed nose, so I'm not. I'm not going to go for peat, but I'm going to go kind of a very dirty, earthy smell, and I'm, that that's there. It's a very specific something, and my brain is just not picking out what it is. But I'm, I'm getting well, so I'm getting the same thing. I'm just I'm just associating it with peat. Yeah, I I am not getting a peat. Peat peat has a mossiness to it that is not there for this. Oh, see, I'm getting the mossiness. Mm, see, I know. Clay? Clay or a loam? I was, I was actually going to say, do you think it's a clay or a loam? But I was going to say that for humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... I don't know. Actually, I think it's... Loam on the range. The, the more I'm into it, the more I think you're right. It, 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 it's a wet pottery clay. That's, that's... Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. It's wet pottery clay. It's not Play-Doh. It's higher quality than that, but it's it's a pottery clay, like adobe. I don't know that I've ever smelled fresh adobe, so I can't I can't go into that. Wow, wow, yeah, I'm yeah. really not sure what else to say. The contrary to the last one, this one tastes very sophisticated. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, there's there's an upfront slap of alcohol. Yep. See, I, it 
Well, okay. that's marriage. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's, it's not a sharp slap. It's it. It just tells you, I have booze. It's not. I don't think it's harsh. And the smokiness is very, yeah. very there. It's mm-hmm. pervasive. A solid bitterness that I can't quite place. I'm I'm actually tasting a little bit of the clay. I'm actually going to go with some leather. It's older mm-hmm. leather, though. Yeah, I was. Yeah. It's, it's not rotted, but there's definitely a very. Um, I'm actually not finding it a terribly pleasant undertone. This, this, yeah. this is old shoe leather, as opposed yeah. to baseball. Yeah, leather. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, that's what I meant. You get a little uh, pepper. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And it, and it's got a long finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not a bad one. I mean, I'm enjoying the finish more than I was the body. Yes. Or I was just going to say that myself. So how do I drink this in a way that allows <laughs> me to savor the finish without actually actually drinking it? I think you quickly put it all in your mouth <laughs> and then swallow it slowly, little by little. Mm, I'll have to try that. Sip, sip rinse, spit. No, I don't know. Spit's a bot to me, but, you know, Snor- oh, if I snort it up through my nose, I'll completely avoid the... Wait, I you think might a, there might be an error in that plan. <laughs> Let me try it, and then I'll scream a lot. Let's see. I'm going to pour water again. Let's see if I fail. Skill <laughs> check! Yeah, I totally botched my last... He's got a negative two to his skill check, and... I botched my last one. Tries to take ten and fails, and... Oh, there he goes. There. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely took cut on that one. I succeeded with boring water. Fear me! Actually, I'm going to take a 20 because I took three tiny little pours. Took my time with it. The nose is softer. Yeah. Yeah, prettier. I'm going to do a refresh. Because this, this, this one really, yeah. <laughs> Slapping around a little bit. <clears throat> Like Have you ever actually told people what it is you're sticking your nose into? God, no. uh, not not this show. Uh, no, it, it's just coffee grounds. I, yeah. mean, I like to I like to put a few up each nostril. <laughs> the pain is exquisite. Bulger's dark. Oh my god. It's funny. Aaron never sticks his face in coffee grounds at home. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Just a touch. I'm still getting. The that, smoke is a little is lighter. Yeah, there's still not, a little smoke, but it's actually now I'm almost getting like lighter fluid on charcoal. Yeah, yeah, I totally. So you give me funny looks, and he's like, "No, no, he's right." No, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm no. My laughter was, "I need to light this now." <laughs> this would be your instinct. Yes, it would. This is speaking true. of things coming up. Omega Spring. Omega we'll, Spring will be happening soon, uh, yeah. very soon. A couple of weeks. Here. Are you familiar with Omega Spring? Uh, no, I don't think so. Omega Spring is a fabulous relaxicon. Okay, then, yes, I, I yes, I always thought of Omega Con, but yes, well, it's Omega Con. We, we enjoyed it so much. Oh, we I said, I don't want to wait a year. Let's do it in six months. So now we do Omega Fall I've and Omega Spring. Been. You you should go. You would have a blast. You you really would. That's why. Now, now I have to ask: Did you marry a geek? No, um, uh, but she is so cool. Uh, like one of the very, uh, uh, she will dive into just about any game. Awesome. And they have a pool, so she Freaking can literally pool. dive. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's shallow though, so I recommend no, I, caution. Yeah. And yes, she has happily forayed into the world of movies that are geekified. And and I I don't know if we're going to have um, 
the the softball in spring. Beverage baseball. Beverage baseball. That generally does not happen in spring. Yeah. Uh, well, what you do is you take a can of um, Fresca. Fresca, because Fresca has no sugar and it's clear, so it does not stain. You shake the can of Fresca frantically for an extended period of time. Then you throw it, and someone else smashes it with a bat. And this is a sport. It is, and it goes <laughs> kablooey! <laughs> and you get some pretty awesome exploding I I had cans. a shot from um, fall, it must have been 2012 or 2013. Yeah, I think it was 2012, where I caught the bottom of the can, so it was doing this nice oh, spiral nice. thing. And uh, Peter caught it at basically the apex of, of the spiraling soda out from the can. So the can is still in the middle, but you've got this huge span of soda coming out from it. It's pretty awesome, actually. I was very excited. That doesn't happen in the spring? No, beverage baseball does not happen in the spring. But there will be a fire pit with s'mores. Because mm, Perrin yes. is there. Yes. And I will burn things. And they've yeah. learned. Let him use the fire pit. Because otherwise he'll still burn things, but it won't be in the fire pit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, 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 it was such a tradition that the Perrin runs the fire a couple of years back. I, I found a t-shirt that was your uh, standard uh, fire extinguisher case like you would see in a hallway at a hotel or a school. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it has a stick with a marshmallow at the end that says, in case of fire, break glass. Mm. I wear it happily. Excellent. My wife then got me one that says, non-flammable, challenge accepted. <laughs> So I pretty much have shirts for the con. Um, I'm, I have to admit, not terribly impressed with the uh, wet body. It's smoky. It is. That's all it is. It, it's it's an aggressively smoky high. It's just high. I'm smoky. Yeah. Thank you. Or smoky, depending on, you know. We'll find out. We'll find out if it's smoky or if it's smoky. Um, and, and what's really sad is, as a 21, I really want to like it. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's twenty-year-old Scott, twenty-one-year-old Scotch. That should be something fairly special. I really like a smoky Scotch, and this is smooth. It's very smooth. Like it's not. There's no. There's no, none of that alcohol burn. It's it's the smoothest you expect from a twenty-one, but I don't think so. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's a very lightly smoky too. Well, and, and I'm I'm mm. getting. Um, and I, I don't want to overstate it, because without wanting to get into rating before everyone's had a chance to finish savoring, it's not that I hate this. I'm not going to be like, two, but there's a kind of um, almost sour underpinning. Yes. And, and I don't, I've discovered something. Sour should not be in scotch. There is, that, that is not a, a flavor combination that I... I think a sour mash is the other thing I was getting in the nose that I couldn't quite put my finger on. And yeah, it's just not... One One should not go, ooh, deliciously sour with a scotch. I like the dry. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't hate this. I'm just sad. I am too, because I paid for it. Glen Gary, Glen Ross Distillery is situated in the Aberdeenshire village of Old Meldrum in the Scottish Highlands. The region is famed for its stunning scenery, colorful tartans, and is home to many distilleries. Glen Gary, Glen Ross being one of the oldest and most endearing. Established in 1797, 
The small distillery takes its name from the valley of the Gary Glen Ross. Did you stop doing that? There actually is a Glen Ross, and that's very confusing. Traditionally the finest bar... No, there's two more to go. Traditionally the finest barley growing area of Scotland. There is a saying, saying that from small beginnings come great things, and this could not be more true than for Glen Gary Glen Ross. Glengarry Glenross produces a whiskey which will charm any palate with its sweet, malty, floral characteristics. Uh, that charmed your palate, so I don't know what you were thinking. Yeah. Tasting notes. Now I know. Copper colored and full bodied. Its tasting notes are about its color. Uh, I think that's code for it tastes like blood. Light sherry and oak. Floral notes mingle with the malty, sweet syrup flavors. Warming, mellow finish. I'll give it the malty no. flavors, maybe. Yeah, this was about as unfloral as anything yeah, I've had. Yeah. I'll give it the malty, but there's there's no floral. The box is pretty. Yeah. The box is pretty. Even I'm a little sad. disappointed. I, I, I sold what was left of the uh, Glen Morangi 18, and I, I sold the box with it. I, I should have kept the box and just given him the, the bottle. Actually, I'm going to call him and see if he'll save the box for me. But, yeah, this was not a good time. Um, I mean, this has not been a winning month for me overall. And even not factoring in the price point, I think this is the lowest one um, for me. I, I'm going to give it a 2-4. I just am really not particularly impressed with this. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I, I'm, I think I'm a little less unhappy with it, but uh, I think I'm going 2-5. I mean, I didn't... If somebody offered me a glass of this, I would drink it, and I would not be like, well, fuck you, why do you hate me so much? But I wouldn't be like, you're my best, newest best friend! Be like, kind of, you know. That, that speaks to some strange... Uh, uh qualifiers on how you determine your emotional connection to people. I, I judge people on the scotch they give me. I know this is how non friendships happen. I, I don't understand how you could see anything other than completely broke. Yeah, take a sip of this flask. Fuck you, you're an evil bastard. <laughs> or you're a fine, upstanding human being. What can I do to get more of this? Noted. Uh, uh, I will give this a 3 8. Uh, I know I'm always the cheerleader. Um, always being a couple times, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's okay, you like things. This, this yeah, I, I like things. I like this one. I liked it less after the water, uh, which took it down some. But particularly uh, dry, I like it. I, I actually envy that because, you know, I'd much rather be like, all of these were stunning. I loved every, every <laughs> right. bit. Because, you know, that would be better. Yeah. But no, I'm Stupid a sad, people knowing stuff, discerning. sad, judgmental asshole. Yeah, it's not that we know stuff. It's that we're sad, judgmental assholes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's there's only a it's only a little difference, but it's it's there. Um, I know stuff, and I'm a sad, judgmental asshole. <laughs> so. It's a twofer for you. It is. Well, one of the things I know is that I'm a sad, judgmental asshole. And knowing's half the battle. I don't know that I could decide if, given this or the Glenfiddich. Cask of dreams, 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 dreams. <laughs> Even if, the cask of dreams. 
Yeah, uh, which one of them I would turn down first? Um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Snort the cracker. Snort the cracker! It's hard to say. If smoky with the bitter finish is what you like, you'll like this. But that's... The bitter finish really hurts it for me. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with two five. Wasn't Jim Carrey in a movie about this? Cask of Dreams? Or no, that was the Cask of Dreams one. Oh, that, that's Kevin Costner. Oh, okay. Cask of Dreams, yeah. I get you, confused. If you build it, they will drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you serve it, they will drink. And that does describe us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems mean, though. Take a person's dreams and put them in a cask. You forget about these dreams for a while. <laughs> we're going to age them until... Here, we're taking you out of your dreams. For years. <laughs> we're going to let them mature. You can have them back when we're done. Here's your mature dreams. They're kind of bitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, welcome to my life, fucker. <laughs> Cast of forgotten dreams. <laughs> oh, God. Now I just, I, I really want to serve a scotch call for bitter forgotten dreams. <laughs> you know what we could do? We could take some single malts and blend them and serve it at con. A task of forgotten dreams. <laughs> yeah, we could do that, but that would mean taking single malts and blending them, which, unless I hate them all, I'm not about to do. Although we probably could pull together... I, yeah, uh, say, I think we've got some stuff. So we've got the Glenmorangie Aster for some oh, kick. Which which and was my 1.5. Yeah, that was that was pretty low. It was That was, that was a, a... I remember taking a sip and just going... Fuck, oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Uh, the, my my usage of that since the podcast has been as aftershave. I think we do it. <laughs> I think we do it. I know what we can do. And I want to find people and go, here, have some of the flask. What is this? It's my own special blend. <laughs> <laughs> I like Amazing. To, I like to call it anger. <laughs> Drunken Scotchman. Dream killer. All right, well, I think we should wrap this puppy. Yeah? Tim, do you have another toast? I do. There's a little story goes one. All right. Um, Many years ago, I went to, I was working downtown, went to a little uh, place to eat that serves hot dogs and malts. You know, haute couture sort of fine dining. Uh, Haute couture is not wrong. Anyways, um, I went there, and I love malts. What do you think of this is all the malt talk, so this is, again, unrelated. Uh, And I said, I would like a large chocolate malt. Uh, and they had little samples of the cups. So like, this is small, this is medium, this is large. And the one at the, the uh, front counter said, are you sure you want a large? Then uh, she pointed to the cup, like, this is what a large is. And I said, I know, I'd like a large chocolate malt. And then the manager came forward and said, sir, are you sure you want to... I'm not making this story up. <laughs> Two people came up to confirm that I indeed wanted a large chocolate malt Apparently, they must have had a flood of people complaining about the excess of malt that you see. We offer it, but we don't recommend it. Exactly. And I was starting to get nervous uh, of, what am I getting myself into? Am I overcommitting to a malt that I'm not going to be able to finish? So I stuck it through, and I got that malt, and I drank the whole malt, and by God, I never want a malt smaller than that. (laughs) All malt should be that big, uh, so my toast is to large chocolate malts. Here, here, let's try with all.